Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Saturday Manager. I'm Ant DeLuca, manager of South Dulwich FC. Um, first of all, yeah, welcome back. Hope everyone had a lovely break, Christmas and New Year. Um, had a nice little break from football. Obviously, there's plenty of football to watch on the TV. But a little break for grassroots. Um, we actually hadn't played since, I think, the end of November. Due to weather, waterlogged pitches. Um, And it looked like early in the week that might be the case again for Saturday. Um, So Wednesday, I was contacted by the Griffin. So the Griffin is our normal ground for the first team. Um, Contacted by the Griffin and was told that... It was waterlogged, weren't able to get on and mark out a pitch. Um, so they wanted to leave it. I know, obviously, we are not the only team that play there. Um, their main priority is still the university, as far as I'm aware. So they probably don't want it wrecked on Saturdays because they need it for the Wednesdays for university football. Um probably the right decision by them because it carried on raining and the pitch would have got trashed if we'd played on it on Saturday. Um, We did try Pinners, which is Peckham Town's um, reserve team pitch. Same situation there, waterlogged pitch. Council couldn't get on to cut it and mark it out. So that was a no-go. Peckham's game got called off as well in the end. So, again, right decision from them. I think, well, looking at the league, I think we lost a lot of games to the weather and obviously the waterlogged pitches. Um, So, I contacted Eden Park to see if they could host us. They didn't have any availability down there. So it's looking like on Thursday we weren't going to get a game on, um, which was a bit frustrating because obviously when we've not played for over a month now, people wanted to get back to it. But luckily one of the boys contacted Bishop Justice, which is a 4G. Now normally once we tried out both our home pitches, once we tried the away team, and we couldn't get a game on, I would have just left it. But it was one of the one of the boys' last games. He's going off to Australia. That's Joe Clayden. Um, I think we've mentioned him in a couple of podcasts before. Centre midfielder, great pass with the ball. So he will be missed by the team. But yeah, it was his last game before he went off to Australia. So we wanted to get a game on. One of the boys contacted Bishop Justice um, and they actually had availability, luckily. So we 
got that booked to let Eden Park know on the Friday, which I know was late notice, but we'd been in contact with him. Let the refs know in the game. Yeah, we managed to get the game on. So squad-wise, we had good squad available, 15 available on the day. Um, good mix of attackers, midfielders, defenders. So the balance was right. Um, got there, got in a changing rooms. Can't lie, I'm a big Palace fan, so my mind was a bit preoccupied pre-game. Had the uh, Palace game up on my phone. Um, but yeah, got out there, got warmed up in the rain, which didn't stop really. Um, but yeah, we looked pretty sharp considering we hadn't played in a month as a team. Um, in the warm up, had a good starting lineup, like I said, great balance of the team. Um, Eden Park didn't, they looked like they was missing a few players, um, Usually when we've played them a lot over the years, so I do recognise quite a few of their players. So weren't quite at full strength looking at their lineup. I think they mentioned to one of my players they've had a few bad injuries, which has left some of their players out for the season. Um, so, yeah, not a full strength at Eden Park, but, you know, I still told the boys you had to go out and do the job, stay focused, keep it tight in the first 20 because... One thing about Eden Park is they are always good for a goal. Um, and if they got one early, it's, it's going to make it tougher. Um, but yeah, first first half hour, we, we had the better of possession without really doing much with it. It was a tight game, not many chances. We sort of, yeah, eased ourselves into it. And then after about half hour, one of the boys who's just come back from injury, Josh, our striker, wanted to come off just to give himself a bit of rest because, like I said, he, he'd been out for a couple of months. Um, so stuck Ollie up top and about five minutes later, he st sticks one away. Um, dash... Gets the beating of their fullback, crosses one in, and it's it's a pretty simple tap in. But yeah, go one nil up at half just before half time. Probably deserved on the whole. Like I said, we had the better possession without really creating much until that moment. Um, so yeah, I just told the boys more of the same in the second half. I made a couple of changes, changed one of the fullbacks, and changed one of the wide men. Just for fresh legs more than anything. Um, and yeah, I just said, keep it tight in the first 20 and then hopefully we can pick them off. Um, and yeah, again, second half, we had the better of the ball. We probably should have put the game to bed. We had, again, Dash got the beating of their left back, crossed it in and just missed our striker. That would have put us 2-0. Then late on, Josh came back on. Had a one-on-one. -on -one. Keeper, their keeper made a good save. Um, and then, again, that's what happens in football. You don't put the game to bed and you give the team who are losing a bit of hope. 
at 1-0, a goal for them gets him a point out of nothing, really, because bef- before the last sort of 20 minutes, they didn't really test our keeper. Um, but obviously, we sort of started to sit back. Maybe the nerves kicked in a bit, wanting to keep that clean sheet. Um, and they started to get the wind behind him a bit, created a few chances. Our keeper, I've got to say, Adam Laycock made two blinding saves. Um one one on one and then one where they put a cross in and he got low down low to his left. That was a top top save. That them two saves actually earned him man of the match to be fair, which was right in the end because those two saves got us the three points. Um then with probably about five minutes to go, they took a shot, I think just maybe just inside the box or just the edge of the box and our defender blocked it. And it was one of them where if it was, the shoe was on the other foot, I'd have been screaming for a penalty for a handball. They was screaming, ref didn't give it. In his defence, he explained it. In fact, yeah, to be fair, I also want to give a mention to the ref. Um, He had great control of the game always on top of play, explained all his decisions. And he said his decision, it was just, he was, just, the defender was just a bit too close to the ball. It's, he thought it was, he didn't have time to get out of the way of it. So, yeah, fair enough, explained himself. But like I said, if, if the shoe had been on the other foot, I'd have been screaming for it. Um, didn't give it. And that was pretty much the last talking point of the game. Um, we saw it out. Got the clean sheet, which, like I said to the boys, 1-0 at this level is a very, very rare scoreline. So, yeah, you should be proud of a clean sheet. And I was I was proud of the boys, proud of the shift they put in. It wasn't, despite being on 4G, the surface was good. But at points, the rain was coming down crazy. So, to play through that and still try and play good football was... Yeah, I was impressed after not playing for a month that we put in a performance like that. Eden Park, always a tough game, gave us a good battle, but we got the better of them this Saturday. I'm sure when we go back to their place, they'll want to get one back over on us. So, yeah, I look forward to that one. But, yeah, three points moves us up the table. I think, where does that put us now? I think it puts us up into fourth. So, yeah, it is tight down the bottom. Um, one point ahead of Eden Park, one point ahead of West Wickham Albion, but they've got a couple of games in hand, two points ahead of Agenda, but they've got three games in hand, but we have got to play West Wickham Albion and Agenda, so a win against both of them would be massive in terms of finishing above them. Um, next week we have AMG, who we played earlier in the season, they beat us 3-1, tight tight game and I think it will be another tight game on Saturday hopefully Um, they're obviously going for the title so they're going to be bang up for it and we will have to match them to get anything out of it Um, obviously with a little break I didn't do any predictions because with the way our fixtures work I I didn't know the games for this week until they came out over Christmas Um, but a few results that stood out to me obviously Westminster Bank got through to the next round of the, I think it's the Amateur Football Cup or Amateur, uh, yeah, something like that. It's 
an outside cup, so they won 5-3, so congrats to them into the hat for the next round. Um, TNS in the second division got a 4-0 win, which leaves them in the hunt for that title. And in fact, that league is looking very tight at the top. Four teams, you could even say five teams, all still in the hunt for that top spot. So that's keep an eye on that. Um, in the third division, there was a big upset. Ball or nothing beat second place Eltham Eagles 3-1, which basically leaves the door wide open for Chelsea to run away with that league now. And I think they probably will. Um... And then the final result that stood out to me was the Eltham Town v Groundhoppers game. Obviously first, well, I think at the time, yeah, first v second in that league. I think it was at the time. Or was it first v third? I'm not sure. But either way, Eltham Town got the win, put them into first 3-1, very convincing. Um, And that obviously leads me on to my guest for this week. The Eltham Town gaffer, Evran. So, yeah, without further ado, here he is. Hello, mate. Thanks for coming on. No worries, mate. Nice. Thanks for having me. The Eltham Town boycott is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard you've been trying to get on for a while, but yeah, finally got you on here. Good, good to be here at last. Yeah. Um, first question I've got to ask you because it's all over Twitter every week. Before we get into it, Ringers FC. I knew that was going to come up. Is there any yeah. truth in it? No, I've never played a ringer while I've been at Elton Town. That is a complete lie. Started by Jim Kenny. That's all from Jim Kenny, yeah. All from Jim Kenny. And to be honest, Anthony, I'm going to say you, you, you're doing a better job than what he than what he done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, no truth in that. So no. obviously, I've only ever known you as the Elton Town manager, the reserve manager. Obviously, you're now Elton Town. Just there's only one team now, so you're you're the main boss. Yeah. How did that become about? How did you become the Elton Town manager? Did you play for them? No, to be honest, my best pal, his younger brother, played for Elton Town back in the day. I think it was like 16, 17, but Sundays at your right. level, and. Uh, the manager was leaving. He goes to me, do I fancy it? And I was like, yeah, go on then. I did that for a couple of years. Then they all went oh, to Sundays, you've done it. Yeah, Sundays. They all uh, went to uni, so I folded. Then I thought, I want to do Saturdays. So I went down to Seven Acre and Sickup. We were now sporting club, Tesmaid. Did their reserves for four, three, four years. Uh, then all the boys were coming back. Oh, come on, let's get back together again. So I thought, yeah, why not? So we started in the Bromley League. Yeah. One, one Division Three. Then we got double promoted in Division One. Been there ever since. Yeah, and obviously the first team, what they folded up, they the just ran out of steam. The manager last season broke his leg and he just had enough of it in the end. And of that, because obviously we, we restarted right, because of COVID and uh, I was just getting out with it in the end. I was losing players from injury. Commitment was crap. So Yeah, I know the feeling. I decided to merge both together. But the league wanted us to stay in the Premier, but I just thought it was a bit of a risk Putting two teams together, you don't know how 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 they're going to play together. So yeah. I, just, I just said keep us in Division One because I know some teams were asking the question why are we in Division One when the first was were in the Prem. 
Yeah, how many players did you actually take on? Did you take on... It was literally bang on half and half. I think I took about nine of each. Right, fair enough. Yeah, but I think... Yeah, the the thing is, you don't want to take... You don't want to go into the Prem and then start badly and then before you know it, you fold it up. Exactly, because if, if you lose a couple of, couple of games, morale's down and people start getting up. So I just went into the, the first season in, in Division 1 just as a stepping stone. in that. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so obviously the season so far... You boys are going pretty well then, top of the league. Yeah, but at the start, it was a bit hit and miss. It was having one week on, one week off. The other the opponents can't get get a team together, so it was a bit, it was slow. But yeah, the last nine games we've only lost one game. That's the Red Velvet. We've won five league games, three cup games. We're in a, we're in a good bit of form at the minute. What was that Red Velvet reserves? Yeah. Was that when Jim was still in charge or after he no, left? No, no, that was the first game after he left and uh, the referee was late. So Gary Watson, bless him, refereed the first, game, refereed the first half. All right. <laughs> he gave away a penalty. <laughs> so you're blaming that then? Well, potentially, yes. <laughs> um, I'll I, I tell you what, that reminds me, last, last season you refereed our game, do you remember? I did referee the game, yeah. I remember. I do remember we agreed to do a half each as well, and then at half time I asked you if you were going to do the yeah. second half, and you you told no me way. I was doing such a blinding job. No, there was no way I was refereeing that second half. No way. To be fair, I think I've done a fair enough job of it. Yeah, I thought the score is that saying like four three or five four something like that. Five four, I think it ended. Yeah. It? yeah, it was back and forth. That was a good game. Uh, yeah, it was a good game. Um, so obviously the weekend just gone. You. Played ground hoppers. That was they were top when you played them going into the game. Yeah, I mean, what it is, we've had so many cup games. We're, we're playing catch up in the league, and we're supposed to play them. Like, like I say, Saturday just gone, and uh, Elton Town was called off. And uh, one of the boys goes, "Oh, well, I can get the rugby club down at Footscray." What's that? Is that four G there? No, no, it's grass. But oh, it when we got there, the pitch looked immaculate. So we started playing, and it started pouring down, and it was. I couldn't even see the other side of the pitch. And we were struggling. The first half, we struggled like, the first 20 minutes. And I'm thinking, I don't think we should have played this. You know when you start doubting yourself? Yeah, you think, oh, I just called it off. Yeah. But sometimes, the more you try and force it, like, everyone loves their Saturday football and, and you want to play. But sometimes, you just got to say, all right, no, we're not playing. Yeah, that was the same with our game. Both our normal home pitches were off. But I managed yeah. to get the 4G at um, Bishop Justice. So... That surface is obviously a 4G, so I had the pitch went affected, but yeah. when it was coming down, it was coming down like mad. It was mad. So obviously, after 20 minutes, we started playing football, uh, took the lead. Nice tapping from Connor. We went winning in at one nil up at half time. I brought on a sub, Jake Lovett. Within five minutes, he scored. Another 10 minutes, set up another goal with 3 0 up. Bit of a bit of a defensive error for their goal. Oh, so you it was you you beat him pretty convincingly. It weren't like two one and you nicked the third oh, late. No, one. no, it was three one. But I was disappointed with the one the goal that we let in. Three yeah, nil. Okay. I was I would three three nil against Granite was was over. I was I'll be over the moon. Yeah, the moon. yeah, they're a good team. They are tough to oh, beat yeah. usually. I mean, credit credit to Granite was they, they did play good football and uh, we still got to go to their place as well. And they, they got a big pitch down there and and then I had to use it. Who was who was running the line for Grand Up? Was that of interest? Funny you should say that because we had three <laughs> officials. Yeah, yeah. I made sure we had three officials because uh, there are rumours going around on Twitter that he likes to put the flag up. He does like to put his flag up. We had three officials as well, which it does make a nice change. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Not having to run it, but also 
it does help the referee a lot with them sort of 50-50s. Yeah, obviously it's, it's, it's another expense you've got to pay, but I think it's well worth it. Yeah, I think whenever whenever they're available, I'll, I'll always take three officials. Yeah, I'm, some teams moan about it, but I, I think if, if they're there, I'll take them. 100%, 100%. Um, so obviously you're top of the league now. You've got, you're still going in. What cups are you still in? Still in, is that the Kent Junior still in? Yeah, I mean, I've got that this Saturday, the Kent Junior Cup. That is, I'm in the last 16 a minute. So we've got the University of Kent this week at home. Right. Any other cup? What, what about the League Cups? Are you still I'm in, in the... the Ron Pope? That um, that hasn't started yet. I've got I've got AMG Boulders. They're the top of your league. All oh, right, yeah, that'll be a tough game. Um, yeah. and what about the big what the Queen Mary? Are you still in that? No, I got kicked out by uh, Stansfield in Division Three. Oh, that really? That's a bit of a weird game. I don't know if my lot just turned up and thought, "Oh, we're going to win." That done us four three, but. The fair play, they did play some good football, but they, yeah, we just couldn't get enough goals. Get... To, I think they're meant to be pretty decent, and also I think the thing is with a team like that, with four teams, if one yeah. of their third team, whatever, they get drop downs and then their their level goes up. Yeah, exactly. I think they had a couple of other players from their other teams, and it obviously helped because yeah. they, they are quite, they are a young team, so a bit of experience does help. Yeah, um, we still, still win the London Cup, so that's the end of the. Oh, month. You're in the London and the Kent. Yeah. All right. Who you got in the London Cup? Do you know? In the London Cup, we are away to we're away in Wimbledon to Kuma Reserves. I think they're called the Kuba Reserves. Kuba, yeah, I've heard of them. I think I think I've seen them in London Cup draws before. What round is yeah. that? That's the last sixteen as well. All right. Well, good luck in them. Cheers, mate. Um, and then obviously with the league, top of the league, is that where you're gonna finish or? It would be nice, but I, we we still got to play Farnborough away and Groundhoppers away. They're the two tricky games. If we can get through them without losing, then I think we're the favourites. That would they're the, they're the two decisive games, then, really, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, fair play to Farnborough. Normally, no disrespect to them, they're sort of down the bottom half, but they're, they're playing some good football this year. Yeah, they're a bit they're a bit in miss. We played them in the cup actually, and we only beat them four three. I mean, we should have beaten by more, but yeah. they had some better players in what I remember than when we played them when we were in that league last year. See, I'm a bit disappointed though, because we, we were supposed to play them the second week in the season and they couldn't get a team out. So we yeah. ended up getting the points. But I mean, I'd rather play the game of football than the three points. Yeah, of course. But again, they're another team with the amount of teams they have. If they their reserve game in or whatever, they can drop players down. And that's oh, yeah. that's quite a few levels above. I think, they got, I think they've got four teams on the Saturday, haven't they? Yeah, they have got four teams, yeah. yeah. Um, so, on to this weekend and the predictions. Yeah, there's some good games out there. I've picked out a few games for us. Um, first game, we'll go with my team in the Prim. We are at home to AMG. So we played them earlier in the season. We lost 3-1. And it was a pretty tight game. Um, but I've, if we play on grass, I fancy us against them. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go 2-1 to us. What are you going for? So yeah, I know I know AMG Boulders because I used to try next to them, and obviously I know you guys. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go in the middle. Of it. Yeah, go I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we've got you lot in the cup against University of Kent. Obviously, I couldn't tell you anything about University of Kent. I don't, I'm guessing it's yeah. their first. Is it their first team? I ain't got a clue about it. Need to be honest, I ain't got a clue about. Um, Obviously, I'm going to go for an Elton Town win. I'm going to go 4-0. Yeah, I like to back 
our teams in the, the outside cup, so I'm going to go 2-0. 2 nil. Two nil. Nil. Town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we'll go for a couple of games in your league. Well, it's teams from your league, but one of them's a cup game and one's yeah. in the league. So we've got Rustlers v Olam. So I know you know the Rustlers boys fairly well. Are you going to stitch them up or are you going to... See, with Rustlers, they're in a false position because I know them really well. They're normally up, up the top of the table. They're having a bit of a bad season. But I think they got it in there to turn it around. I'm going to go for Rustlers win. Rustlers win. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-2. 3-2 Rustlers, all right. I'm going to go... I always hated playing against Rustlers. We always... No matter where we was above them in the league, they always managed to get something against us. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go 2-1 Rustlers I'm going to go for. Um, and any the other game in your league, it's a cup game, but two teams from your league, it is Farnborough v Groundhoppers. Yeah, that'll be a very entertaining game. I'm going to go for Groundhoppers. Groundhoppers. Uh, yeah. What's the scoreline you're going for? I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1 Groundhoppers. I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-2 and Farnborough to win on pens, I think. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Cup tie, yeah. Proper cup tie, yeah. Why not? Um, then we'll drop down the league. The league below, we've got Catford v Nat West. I've seen Catford play, and obviously Nat West are a new team, and they're top, and they're going pretty well. So yeah. I'm going to go Nat West to win 3-1 away against Catford. I'm going to go 3-0 Nat West. 3-0 Nat West, fair enough. Yeah. And then the final game is another team... You know pretty well, Red Velvet A, home to Elton Eagles, both going fairly well in that league. I'm going to go for a draw there because Red Velvet do quite well with Elton. So. Yeah, I'm. I think I'll go got... one. Yeah, Elton got beat by a... some team in their league who are doing rubbish. So I'm going to go Red Velvet to win two one. I think. Yeah. So that's... Games, yeah. that's all six games. So. I'll top hopefully, the hopefully it's nice and dry this week. Yeah, it looks all right, but I, you know, I don't know whether the pictures will have been too done in by last weekend, but we will see. Well, like I say, we played at the rugby club Saturday and the pitch looked immaculate. And when we walked off afterwards, I looked at it and I was thinking, blimey, look at the state of it now. Yeah, that's the thing. I was, I was kind of happy our, our groundsman called off our game because if we'd... If we had ended up playing in that, the pitch by the end would have been an absolute mess. Yeah, the, ne the next week, you're next because you can't play on it. Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully it holds up and we get loads of football in. Um, but, yeah, I think that covers everything, unless there's anything you want to add before you no, go. Thanks for having me on here. And hopefully next time I come on here, I'll be a triple winning manager. Yeah, nice one. Good luck for the rest of the season, mate. Cheers, Good night, mate. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So yeah, I'll let you know how we both got in, in our predictions next week. Um, hopefully I'll pick up where I left off from the last recording. Um, so yeah, as I said, this weekend we have got... AMG Ballers at home, tough, tough game, they're going for the league, they're going to be bang on it, 
we are going to have to be at our best to get anything. But from the last game against us, I do think we can can get something if we are at our best. But we can't afford to make any mistakes like we did in the last game because, as we found out, we will get punished. Um, so, yeah, hope everyone has a good weekend of football. Hope you've enjoyed this episode and hopefully you tune in again next week. Cheers. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.